the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Got a giveaway today. Woohoo! What will I give away today? Tickets. Winner. This is a big one. This is a good one. This is pretty nice. Don't wait for Black Friday. If you listen to commercials on this show, give the ultimate gift of a golf lover a round of golf at each of four Bay Area courses. It's the perfect gift for dad or for anyone who enjoys a day on the green, all four courses, the Rancho del Pueblo Golf Course in San Jose, the Doubled Ranch Golf Course in Dublin, the Diablo Creek Golf Course in Concord, the Los Lagos Golf Course in San Jose. Um, winner receives a round of golf at each of the four Bay Area courses. That's a big prize. You can find out more information about golf. <laughs> a little caddyshack, right? All four courses for only $55 total. Um, BayAreaGiftOfGolf.com. It's BayAreaGiftOfGolf.com. Or just go to www.kdow.biz for more information. This is a good deal. This is a really, really sweet package. Winner receives a round of golf at each of the four Bay Area golf courses. Call 800-516-1220. The code word to win is GOPHER. 800-516-1220. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Get your winning call in. Are you a golfer? This is your deal. And I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. 800-516-1220. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Volvo is going to supply Uber with up to 24,000 self-driving cars. To me, that's a big story. That's something we should think about, something we should digest. It's something we should go, whoa. I remember back when we used to drive ourselves. And I remember back in the day when we had a cabbie, and you'd, you'd stand on the corner and yell for a cab. I have one of the worst cab stories ever. Um, don't you have one? And <clears throat> you'd always get in a cab, and you'd be like, man, this guy's speaking a language I've never heard. And he'd take you to the airport, and sometimes you were like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. But it's better than getting your sugar booger to wake up and take you to said airport. So Uber getting 24,000 self-driving cars from Volvo. Now, they're not self-driving cars completely from Volvo. Uber's going to have to strap on their own sensors and other issues. But that's a pretty big bet. And Uber's one of those companies that has gone through some growth problems, to say the least. Um, A lot of sexual harassment issues. A lot of sexual no-no, male no-no issues. 
Um, a lot of stories in the news today. Cavium, they're up about to 9% on news that Marvel Technology Group scored to acquire the chipmaker. GE shares slightly lower today. There's a report of a house cleaning at the Industrial Conglomerate's board that's going to remove many long-term associates of uh, CEO Jeffrey Immelt and his former board as they're trying to come up with a board that's more aligned with the new CEO, John Flannery's vision. Board of directors is pretty important to study. It's... Let's call it like the Yankees, you know, or maybe an organization like the San Francisco 49ers, where you go, oh, yeah, back in the day when they had this general manager and that head coach and that owner, it all led to good things. Um, and that's where our board of directors kind of comes into place. So with the Yankees, you had George Steinbrenner, who basically said, I want a winner. And his general manager would say, I'll go get a coach for you. And what's my payroll? And George Steinbrenner would say, I want a winner. Anything anything to win. And that was about right. That was a formula that worked. Verizon's up today following on the heels of a Wells Fargo analyst upgrade to outperform from market perform. Wells Fargo sees a price target of about $50 on the stock uh, Verizon and AT&T are going to be kind of interesting in the next couple of years as phones move to a 5G platform. And that wireless technology, 5G, makes it a hell of a lot more competitive with cable modems. And I guess what you would probably say is cable Wi-Fi in your house. And will we cut the cord even more? The thought is Yes. Verizon's also close to a deal with the NFL, the National Football League, for digital streaming rights of game broadcasts. Um, That's kind of interesting, right? A little bit. I grew up a Green Bay Packer fan. I'm not much of a football fan today. But yesterday I was having lunch and on the TV was the Green Bay Packer game. And man, Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. And you really miss Aaron Rodgers when Aaron Rodgers isn't playing the game. Because the Packers stink uh, without him. And then before Aaron Rodgers, he had uh, Brett Favre. And he was fun because he you never knew what he was going to do. If he could kick a pass to a player, he'd kick it instead of throwing it. Like He was like, whoa. So the Packers have been kind of spoiled at having quarterbacks that can pull anything from their um, playbook, so to speak, or from their repertoire. And uh, this Hundley guy, whew, he's awful. He's awful. That was a miserable game to watch. But anyway, would I, instead of going to lunch and drinking $20 of beer and $15 of food, would I watch on Verizon... The game, maybe, maybe if I can put it on my television and maybe if I, you know, got the beer from my home, call Amazon Prime and Amazon Go, bring it to me kind of thing. Uh, So I see where Verizon and AT&T should go in the next couple of years. Um, And I I don't think Verizon's doing the wrong thing by going after the uh, deal with NFL and streaming because I think 5G makes a heck of a big difference in content. 
PayPal's in the news today. They're up. The payment giant said it is connecting its website and smartphone apps with uh, Acorns Grow, which is a five-year-old automated savings and investment service. Acorns um, is kind of a robo-advisor. And uh, PayPal is in the news on that day. Walmart's a little lower after an analyst said, you know, the stock's moved so much this year. Let's just sit on the sidelines for a bit. But Alibaba also said today, and I love saying Alibaba, Alibaba said today that they're going to pay $2.8 billion for a 36% stake in China's second largest big box retailer, which is a company called Sun Art Retailer. That's one of Walmart's rivals in, in China. Goldman Sachs downgraded Walmart to neutral from buy on this news today. And Blue Apron shares up a little bit after an analyst said the meal kit delivery firm is a sector perform. A sector perform. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Where investors rule. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So a little digging around. I still have four tickets to give away. A really good round of golf. Someone has to be a fan of golf out there. A winner receives a round of golf at four Bay Area courses, the Rancho del Pablo Golf Course in San Jose, Winning. the Dublin Ranch Golf Course in Dublin, the Diablo Greek uh, Golf Course in Concord, or in San Jose, the Los Lagos Golf Course. Uh, don't wait for Black Friday. This is an ultimate gift for a golf lover. Um, I'm giving away this gift, which is a round of golf at each of the four Bay Area courses. It's the perfect gift for a dad or any golf lover. Who loves to hit the greens? Four courses for only $55. For more information, find out more at Bay Area Gift of Golf.com. That's Bay Area Gift of Golf.com. Hit up KDOW.biz. That's KDOW.biz. Winner receives a round of golf at each of the four Bay Area courses. Call 800 516 1220 to get those tickets right now and use the code Caddyshack. Use the code Caddyshack. So. And there, he sinks the putt from six feet out. Winner! So I did golf as a kid. I did a golf class, golf uh, summer kind of lesson thing. I was awful. So I gave that up pretty quickly. Shares of Amazon today are higher. After an analyst raised the price target to 1360. That's the highest of roughly 45 analysts on Wall Street. Um, who cover Amazon. Shares closed at 11.29 on Friday, 11.29 up to 13.60. Basically, they think the company can gain 20% to hit uh, the price targets. Qualcomm's higher today. The chip maker won uh, Japanese antitrust clearance for its $38 billion purchase of NXP semiconductors. Uh, and they expect that to close by the end of the year. Time Warner shares are little changed. Justice League, not my kind of movie. Not sure why. Shouldn't I like superheroes, right? Everyone likes superheroes. Um, it's just considered too dark. Have your superheroes run around and save things. Don't have them brood. 
Should I use my power? Should I not use my power? Am I a god? Am I not a god? Aquaman, is he the worst superhero of all time? I'm gonna summon the power of dolphins and blow holes. Green Lantern, major flop. Green Lantern, probably a great comic. But every time they've tried to bring that one to the uh, big screen, it's been L stinker. But Time Warner shares a little unchanged today after the mega budget production opened to a $96 million hit. Um, but it's on the lower end of expectations. The Time Warner owned studio, the Warner Brothers, pumped in $300 million to make the movie. Can you imagine $300 million to make a movie? And um, not good. The reviews are not nice on that one. Ken in San Jose won the rounds of golf. Good for you, Ken. You go. You go. Go, go, go. Um, Accordia Therapeutics is in the news. They're discontinuing studies of its Parkinson disease treatment. That's not good. When a biotech company basically says our drug that we're developing for a major blockbuster potential isn't doing what it's supposed to be doing, it's a bit of a problem. Speaking of golf, the governing bodies of golf are exploring a change that could have a dramatic effect on the future of the sport, which are basically different balls for different levels of the game. Stop and think about that one for a second. With baseball, like is the ball juiced? Is the ball not juiced? With football, is it inflated or not inflated? Uh, hockey pucks—they're big old, you know, cold pieces of rubber. Um, but with golf, they're considering changing the, you know, the basically what I would refer to as a distance boom at the highest levels of the game for the PGA, which would re- render basically a lot of classic courses obsolete. So. What they're thinking about at this point in time is, is making the balls, I don't know, more denser, more slow, so that some of these fantastic thing uh, courses are still fantastic courses, and you don't care how far tar- Tiger Woods hits or not. So golf is thinking about changing the way balls are made for different levels, like a professional ball, maybe a college ball, maybe a, a teenager's ball. That to me is fine, kind of kind of interesting. In what could be signs of bad things to happen in my television career, the FCC, the federal regulators, they unveiled, they're going to unveil plans, but they've kind of already started showing us these plans, uh, reversing the Obama-era rules that require Internet service providers to treat all web traffic equally, a move that could fundamentally reshape the Internet economy and consumers' online experience. But they're also talking about changing the way TV stations can be owned. And I, I don't know how I feel about this. I, I have not put a lot of thought into it. But the FCC is talking about, and you tell me, should the San Francisco Chronicle be allowed to have a TV station? Or should we try to keep our media companies separate? Um, and it looks like they're going to make it a free-for-all. Whatever you want, you can get. So you'll see some mergers and acquisitions because of that. But on top of that, that, that very simple idea, there's some, you know, some ideas getting a little bit more gas out there. Um, what do you think about... If you watch CBS Morning News, they they have this national version of the show. It's like Good Morning CBS or whatever. I don't know. And in between, they, they come in and they, they give you a little bit of local news. 
Um, a little bit of local news, not a lot, but a little bit. Do you feel that your local news is is sufficient? Do you feel like the mayor of San Francisco is getting uh, scrutinized when CBS does a, a national show? And they're not going to scrutinize every mayor. They're not going to scrutinize every police department. Do you, so some FCC rules are changing. And what it probably means for you and me is more mergers and acquisitions in that space. So keep an eyeball on that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Roku's CEO and founder, not a good-looking dude. If you ever saw a person without a neck, this is a person without a neck. Um, it's kind of crazy. Anthony Wood, but get this, worth $1.2 billion. $1.2 billion. <laughs> woo That is a... I don't see that's the, is the future of TV. They've done a nice, nice, nice job, but I don't see that as the future of TV. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome, welcome. Good day. It's Turkey Week. It's a shortened week of trading on Wall Street. So keep that in mind. Um... This is the time of year where uh, on Wall Street things are seasonally friendly. We tend to end kind of on the strong note because people are thinking, I'll buy something and go on vacation. I'll buy something and then call it a week. Not a lot of thought goes into trading conditions. Trading conditions are thinner than usual. Um, Where the market goes on a day-by-day basis doesn't really matter this time of year, in my opinion, because it's done on very low volumes. It's not a trend as much as it is a um, short-term blip, per se. Tax reform is a big issue on people's heads right now. Getting it done before the end of the year will not be easy. So the market has effectively been saying, you know, will we do it? Will we not? Will we do it? Will we not? I still haven't done Dove deep down into the tax reform, to be quite honest with you. I kind of want to see how the other side of Congress plays it before I, I go, this means good things for the stock market. I never want to jump the gun with you. I never want to be one who over-assumes. I think valuations are pretty high. And with no tax reform, valuations are pretty high, and 2018 turns into a different year. With tax reform depending on how it goes with corporate tax cuts, we could have another 8 to 15% gain before we go, whoa, valuations are super high again. Walmart's in the news. Goldman Sachs downgraded the stock. Um, I, I would say they probably downgraded the stock more so than the company themselves, just because the stock's had a great year. Marvel Technologies... Not Marvel superheroes said that they're Marvel Technologies, not Marvel superheroes, Marvel Technologies. So they're going to acquire Cavium Networks for about $6 billion. That's a pretty big, big kickoff to, you know, Merger Mondays. There's a little political uncertainty in Germany going on right now. They never formed a coalition government. 
the Free Democratic Party cited irreconcilable differences in the fracture, and that raises the specter of Chancellor Angela Merkel and how she's going to govern with the minority government or Germany calling for a new election altogether. I don't, I don't understand necessarily um, how some elections happen in the world. Uh, but Germany's, uh, to say the least, Angela Merkel has been a big proponent of a, Europe, a unified Europe, and they're just fractured. Are they moving more towards a French model right now? That is the assumption. And the French model of how do they approach free markets and how do they approach trade is a little bit more on the closed side. Uh, economically speaking, again, not the biggest news in the world. With that said, Turkey Day coming up, right? What do we need to know about Turkey Day? Um, thank you. Uh, Microsoft has a great website uh, tied towards Bing on finding the best deals out on Black Friday. I am a proponent of shopping on Black Friday online preferably versus in a store uh, so that you can stay with friends and family versus run around like an idiot. Microsoft Bing has a truly useful repository of Black Friday ads from retailers all over the country. There's another app out there called Slick Deals, which is a community of frugal shoppers. Uh, In my opinion, it's on my phone. I use it once a year. But Microsoft Bing to the rescue has the best Black Friday ad repository I've seen or used. Um, They'll show you ads of things like Michael Stores or Best Buy or Toys R Us, JCPenney's, and even Amazon. Slick Deals gives kind of a personal addiction feel to me of trying to say, woo, 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 woo. They've got an Xbox for 55% off. And then, like, a couple minutes later, you're like, you see someone has, has an Xbox for 60% off, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. So there's kind of that, that, that sense of it, right? It's almost a game. But it is turkey time. And question for you. We buy a big, fat turkey once a year, right? Would you imagine turkeys are more expensive or cheaper during this time of year? I'll give you a second to think about that. Are turkeys more expensive or cheaper during the month of November, the one month that we tend to buy turkeys? And uh, a little Jeopardy music. Are turkeys more expensive or cheaper this time of year? Alex for 100. Wrong! Don't you wish he would be a little more animated? Turkeys are surprisingly cheaper this month versus other months. So we kind of have a winner-winner chicken dinner kind of thing going on. But in this case, it's a winner-winner turkey dinner. The cost of turkeys dropped significantly around Thanksgiving. Now, Thanksgiving is a great holiday, which... uh, I'm not going to get into political ramifications. I'm going to say it's a great holiday for friends and family to get together. People consume huge, huge amounts of turkey, stuffing, cranberry sauce, pie. What's your favorite type of pie? Mine's, I prefer, myself, is an apple pie. That's the kind of guy I am. Not a big pecan pie kind of guy. One of the strangest things about the holiday 
is that a few days before everyone starts cooking, whole turkeys are suddenly massively discounted at supermarkets and grocery stores. The price falls just before Thanksgiving and stays low through Christmas. In average, about 10% lower than the month of September. So things come down. Now, there's a demand curve theory, economically speaking, that I'm not going to terribly bore you with. But Turkey Day creates that demand curve. People expect turkey prices to rise because more people are buying birds. And you'd think the supply and demand kind of issues, demand, 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 would win, right? Um, I'm not the biggest turkey fan for the record. I'm starting to think about this. I'm like, I like the mashed potatoes. I like the pie. Like I'm starting to, I'm getting into turkey mindset, right? There's a fixed quantity of something to sell and demand for the product spikes. Therefore, prices rise. This is why a dozen long stem roses um, during Valentine's Day tends to cost a lot more during February than it does during any other time of the year. That's called the demand curve. The demand curve for turkey shifts outward at Thanksgiving, which means people at this time of the year are interested in buying more of the birds, regardless of price, even as the most casual shopper in the food stores this week can observe that increase or that shift in demand as more people are buying turkeys to cook. It's what the expectations are. You start small and you think big expectations for turkey. But prices of turkeys are high throughout the year, and they actually fall during the month of November and December. Each Thanksgiving is something a little bit different. Um, And there's also things like bird flu and things like that that come into it. Um, But supermarkets that sell turkeys year-round make the bird a featured item. And they try to get you into the store for other items. So, again, the price per pound goes lower because they're trying to get you to buy something else. Um, the Department get of Agriculture in, in the United States. Get in my belly, you turkey. Um, what's interesting about turkeys and, and, and bacon and pigs is pork bellies. Uh, it's the amount of, of the birds or the animals, per se, in this case, that are in cold storage in the United States. It builds throughout the year before peaking around in September or October, and then it plunges in November and December. And it's tied towards, again, how long it it takes to grow, and this is just weird that I'm talking about this, a bird from egg to let's cut its head off. There's 500 to 600 million pounds of turkey in cold storage by the end of summer. And the cold storage is something that becomes a cost factor. How long can you keep bird cold or animal cold? Um, And that's expensive when you have to put electricity in the formula. It's really crazy thought. But yes, Thanksgiving is the time of the year where turkey actually costs less, not more. So Nomura is out there, and they're a big research company, and they're talking about Amazon today, and they're saying the, the stock is going to keep rallying. How's that for an end-of-the-year Christmas party? Woohoo! Thank you. They looked at Amazon's margin structure, and they basically said the company's building a moat around itself, and they think that the company can drive up about 1,000 basis points of gross margins 
and it's pretty impressive with what Amazon's pulling off, and they have a price target of about almost fourteen hundred, thirteen sixty on Amazon. I'm gonna do most of my Black Friday shopping online, and something tells me most of it's gonna come through Amazon, right? I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Coming up, more Rob Black. Black. You're black. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. There's a man out there who started Roku, who is now a billionaire as the company has come public and done quite well. Roku. I've had a Roku player, and it's nice. And there were some channels that you can add, and early on, there were some like just awful channels. It would be like the Rob Black Dog Channel. And you'd, you'd say, let's see what the Rob Black Dog Channel is all about. And you would add it, and it's exactly what you thought. Rob Black walking dogs. And you're like, that's not good. That's not good. So the CEO of Roku has evolved the company nicely. Anthony Wood, he kind of incubated streaming while he was working at Netflix. He owns 27 million Roku shares as he started the company, but he kind of learned his craft at Netflix. He's worth about $1.3 billion from taking what he saw going on in Netflix and saying, okay, there's going to have to be a hardware angle on this. Roku beat revenue estimates and they posted a narrower than expected loss of the first quarter. Stock surged. And then on Friday, the stock started getting, you started feeling the shorts come into power on it. When it comes to streaming, I don't care how I get my Netflix. I just, I want my Netflix. I don't care if it's a Roku box. I don't care if it's Apple TV. I don't care if it's my Samsung product. I'm okay with it. So to me, this starts to turn into this like kind of crazy civil war. Nobody wins. We both lose. Um, I'm scared of Roku. I won't invest in it. I think they have a great product. If I had a kid going to college, I might give them a Roku and say, hey, you can watch Netflix from your dorm room. If you've got Wi-Fi, you can do that, right? But that's as far as I go. And it shows you my level of concern with, I don't ever want to be wrong when it comes to investing. I would much rather play the game of of, uh, moderation when it comes to investing. When it comes to love, bet big, bet your whole heart, do everything you can, go all in. I'm totally with you. Um, Can't ride with the kings if you stay in the stables, you know? Um, Now, sometimes when you ride with the kings, you take a spear to the head. I'm that guy in any Mad Max film. I'm the guy who, I'm like the governor of a city who the bad guys capture and put on the hood of a car and, and shoot arrows into. I'm the guy who, in the days of the cavalry, I'm like, dun, 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 I'd be going over the hill and the Indian arrows, like, find me first. Um, I don't really believe in bravery when it comes to investing. I just don't do it. It's just not me. Um, 
what I think about 2018. I think 2018 is going to be a good year. So I start sending some like mixed messages. I think 2018 is going to be a great year because 2017 was a great year. And I believe in capitalism a lot more so than I believe in being right or wrong. It's just all, it's all out there. So Credit Suisse, Deutsche Bank, UBS, BMO, Capital, they're all telling their clients, look for double-digit returns in 2018. So the basic narrative is don't sell now. Enjoy the domestic and international economic growth and low interest rates that can keep valuations high. But, of course, when you hear low interest rates can keep valuations high, you have to start thinking, what if interest rates go higher? And that is the concern. Corporate earnings and economy are proven. Um, they're improving nicely. That's a trend that should propel stock prices higher. Now, I'm kind of remaining static right now when it comes to risks out there. So we're eyeballing interest rates for sure. They're going to grind higher, but slower than expected. Earnings per share, you know, a lot's going to happen with the corporate tax reform in 2018. That's going to be a big issue. Um, I'm up. I'm up for a good 2018. I'm up for a good 2018. Not a great, but good. And again, on the back of what I would refer to as low interest rates and capitalism. You know, Black Friday is right around the corner, and Americans are going to spend because we have jobs. I don't know if that's a tenant that I totally believe in, um, but it's kind of a tenant that's been true for a long time. Long time. So, eyeballing the tax reform for sure. Eyeballing what's going on with Angela Merkel in Germany. Sad about the news on the elephant ban or the, uh, we could bring big trophies home. Who needs a big trophy? Who needs an uh, elephant tusk other than an elephant, right? Uber today has announced that they've agreed to buy 24,000 SUVs from Volvo to start setting up a driverless automobile fleet, a driverless automobile fleet. Um, the XC90s, they're about $47,000. And they're going to pick up 24,000 of them. And Uber's going to add sensors and software to permit the pilot-less driving of the vehicles. So Uber's order steps up efforts to replace human drivers. Robot parade is happening. They're taking our jobs. For car makers, news of Uber buying vehicles at a commercial level means potential new sales, but also limiting disruption of people not buying cars. Big story in 2018. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.